On today's podcast, we will be joined by a top-secret government whistleblower who will be presenting compelling testimony. Now, there is a disclosure project, and it is presenting definitive evidence of illegal, unacknowledged, black budget projects related to unidentified anomalous phenomena. Black budget projects and operations are taking place, offloading illegal weapons, moving drugs, very likely that they are trafficking human beings, utilizing advanced energy and propulsion technologies in illegal ways, military contractors, and corporations have been unveiled. On today's podcast, we have one of them, Mr. Eric Hecker. He is one of the brave whistleblowers who plan a civilian-initiated racketeering-influence-corrupt organization lawsuit against illegal military and corporate projects involved in illegal activities through a covert, secretive segment of the intelligence community and possibly the government, closely related with contractors who have plausible deniability. But the gig might be up because these brave whistleblowers are coming forward in a fashion never seen before, standing together against corruption. The Disclosure Intelligence UFO Archive has over 5 terabytes of government documents. This has many military contractors shaking in their boots, and some have even changed their names. Additionally, some of the 119 crash retrieval events of extraterrestrial vehicles have been summarized. It is rumored that military contractors may hold up to 12 of these. Many of these energy and propulsion technologies have been illegally confiscated and used in illegal black covert projects. That's right. Believe it or not, there is the the existence of a covert government program that is run illegally behind the scenes. Our guest is going to talk a little bit about that and hopefully give us his opinion of where we are at as far as the disclosure process. Eric is a returning guest who compelled many to write in with responses on his previous podcast. He's been to the locations, he's seen the technology, and I can't wait to get into it all with him. And if you haven't gotten into Hero Paranormal, the Hyper Anomalous Esoteric Research Organization podcast, please go over and visit heroparanormal.com for less than the price of a boutique cup of coffee a month. You can get all of the content behind the paywall, the whole enchilada, and enjoy hours and hours of listening. There's a ton of it. You can also access all the content behind the paywall going directly to Patreon and searching for Hero Paranormal. And if you would do me the favor, please like, share, and subscribe to Hero Paranormal on YouTube. It is the only way to battle the algorithm of control so that others may actually be able to hear the podcast. 
although I will most likely never be monetized on YouTube for a variety of reasons, at least people can hear the message I'm trying to get out. So I appreciate you doing that. Getting excited to hear from the man who had access to all the rooms down at the South Pole, Antarctica, the area where all countries seem to agree something top secret is there, and that they will defend it in unison, together, against humanity. We'll find out why. We will also get into his history of mind control as a young child, one of the chosen ones, and delve deeply into why black budgets matter, and why this information is being hidden behind a dark, covert agenda. Buckle up for an intense, riveting episode today. Come blast off in my time machine. Third eye feeling like an Eve. I seen blast off, blast off, blast off, blast off. Come blast off in my time machine. Third eye feeling like an Eve. I seen blast off, blast off, blast off, blast off. Blast off on another epic episode of the Hyper Anomalous esoteric research organization podcast aka hero paranormal broadcasting from the base at la madre mountain just south of area 51 my name is ryan the anomalous ambassador of the airwaves bringing you an unbelievable episode tonight i had eric hecker on back on december 12th 2021 And I'll tell you what, it was a barn burner of an episode with a lot of people reaching out and asking questions about the Antarctic mysteries. They are deep. And he has recorded a series of events which are now monumental. Can't wait to get into this with Eric. And so let's not wait around. Eric Hecker, welcome to the Hero Paranormal Podcast. Thank you very much for having me, Ryan. I'm really glad to be here, and I'm, I'm happy you have an interest in this topic. I'm looking forward to getting more info out to the world. The DC event certainly got me, I guess, more on the radar than I had been for three years on this topic, but I guess I'm just happy that the momentum is picking up because this is stuff that the world needs to know about. It is so important. These are, these are shocking revelations uh, about what is taking place behind a veil of secrecy in our shadow government. And it, I, I just have to thank you for being one of the brave souls that is taking part in this whistleblowing. And uh, there's so many parts of your story that are extremely intriguing. I don't know where to kick it off from. For guests that missed out uh, when I had you on in 2021, where, where do you want to uh, kind of kick it off and give people an idea of how how you got involved in all this oh geez i'm i guess how i got involved it it it, i mean for me would have probably started at birth i think that what the world needs to know is that these programs are assaulting our children um, as early as the womb this is the cold hard facts of the matter that you know we, the parents of the world, need to understand that our children 
are, I guess, fodder first and foremost for the military-industrial complex. I do not believe that these many factions that are warring about us um, are unaware of the product that they need. And I believe that the process, you know, just like a farmer, when a farmer is, you know, getting their product, um, it starts from birth also. If you're a chicken farmer, you're concerned about the eggs being laid. And you attend to them through their whole life. And I think this is what we're witnessing on this planet, is that we, like many animals out there, are being farmed and attended to. So I would say, you know, you ask me, how did I get involved with this? I'll say, oh, it's just part of a process that started at birth. I was just uh, fortunate to be paying attention enough and crossing the T's and dotting the I's and, you know, breaking down the barriers of different compartments that I've been in through the years to just, I guess, have a different angle of observation that I'm lucky to be a bit more astute than the average person who's been processed by these programs. But I'm only special in that way. Um, I'm the same as everybody else in as so far as being a product of the process. So well put. And it's, it's fascinating to me that it is being found out that the existence of these covert government programs has been in place for quite some time and that many are run illegally. And this, this is shocking to me. You have conducted countless media interviews. You're very busy right now, given what has recently taken place. And, uh, you know, I, I really like a comment that Greer said, which was, it's really about the renewal of democracy. Everyone says we're in a free country. It's a democracy. But how free and how democratic can it be if the most important technologies and the most important discoveries are being kept from the media and the public? Why is all this held behind a veil of secrecy? For profiteering rich people? I mean, that's pretty simple. It's just about, it's about greed and power and control. I don't think that the nature of that beast has ever changed. It's just a matter of um, what quantity of the good of the population is attending to their responsibility to fight against the bad people that history has always shown us organized faster than the good. The good people have just taken their eye off the prize, which here in the United States um, would be a constitutional republic. I'd like to remind everybody we are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic, and that matters. Our whole idea of our country was to defend the minority opinion from the majority opinion. But we unfortunately see in the mass media today that this um, unsilent majority is pretty much attacking um, the independence of anybody who thinks differently outside of that large group of what people are being told. This is how you're supposed to think. Holy shit, is that the wrong way of looking at stuff? We are supposed to defend each individual's person's um, difference of opinion but we're now getting this monster of what we're told is a difference of opinion that everybody has to acquiesce to and agree with, which is absurd. You know, this whole like rainbow LGBTQ squared, blah, blah, lunacy is a psyop 
that these people don't even realize that they're pawns on a test board. They have no idea. There's probably a million of them screaming at their computers when they're going to hear this. But they don't realize they're being played. They are being pushed forwards as a majority, as if everyone's supposed to agree with them, that by not agreeing with them makes you wrong. But that's what this country is all about, is freedom of difference of opinion, and not be forced to mob mentality, which a democracy is. A democracy is just a mob mentality. You know, um, If you have a bicycle and enough people vote that, that they want your bike, well, that's democracy, and you lose your bike. A, demo, uh, I'm sorry, a constitutional republic empowers you to go against the mob mentality that when everybody votes differently than you, you're supposed to still be protected with your rights. And, you know, this is part of what the problem is in our education system. It's part of the division that's being wielded throughout our society right now is to make it out as if it's all supposed to be homogenous. I came from New York where we were always taught that it was a, a great melting pot, you know, all different people from all over the place, differences of opinion. It was, it was respect for that. I witnessed this firsthand that we all can get along coming from different places, harboring different opinions constantly, not agreeing with that. You, you can't go to New York and show me everybody agreeing with each other. It doesn't work like that. Everybody's got differences of opinions, and you learn to get along around each other and for the benefit of humanity, we need to get back to respecting each other's differences, stop allowing the powers that be to wield these weapons of division, which just keep us not united. And that's the, the power play for the, the enemy of the people right now is to divide the majority of people by these games and to keep people's focus on these low-level things that have nothing to do with their future, you know, uh, People in California are being given news, and, oh, well, did you hear what's going on in Florida? And then people in Florida are getting news. Did you hear what's going on? None of these things impact these people's lives, but they're having it all shoved down their throat, and it takes energy for them to deal with it and not deal with the things in their life that they do have control of. It's, it's um, dissipation of energy, and there's a lot of power players out there that know how to dissipate the energy and divide the energy of the people so that they cannot unite against the common foe, which is very easy to find for the people that are paying enough attention. And if the good people can start to organize as much as the bad people, we're going to kick the shit out of them because we've got the numbers. There are way more good people on this planet than there are bad people. Man, I agree 100%. And this is, you know unnerving this uh expose that you've taken part with and it's obvious that our society is being manipulated through what appears to be a washington-based shadow government i've heard that it may be located as close as two miles from the white house and everything that we see as the government is basically superficial there's a lot going on behind the scenes and as you said, the people are starting to speak and you can tell that something's in the air because some of these military contractors are shaking in their boots. I've heard some are even changing their names and with good reason. Uh, this is going to be quite the, the chaos that takes place if they are pinpointed and shown to have been engaging in this illegal activity. Hmm. 
I don't know that I agree with that. I don't think there's as much to be afraid of as all at all. I think that's the old school mentality. I think it's part of the programming of the overseers. <clears throat> I think the the fact that I came out and did what I did pretty much proves what you said to not be as accurate as you might think. I did what I did and I'm fine. It's a good point. That's a good point. There's a lot of fear involved and, and some of that might just be, you know, our own fear. And, 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 and yeah, I think it's very brave uh, to be coming out with these hidden truths. And one of these hidden truths is in one of the most mysterious places of all, a place where very few are able to ever set foot upon, and that would be uh, the South Pole, Antarctica, McMurdo. You've been there. Tell us about it, and tell us what is taking place down there. Well, just for clarification, McMurdo's on the coast, but I only passed through there. The vast majority of my time on the ice was at South Pole proper, Mm. and um, as I disclosed for for three years now and counting, most recently where I got on everybody's radar was this event in D.C., but just to to cut right through the chase, um, I'm disclosing that at the South Pole station, what we're being told is scientific research is actually directed energy weapons systems. And they're extremely complex. They're extremely hard for people to wrap their brains around. I mean, most folks can't even comprehend standard physics, let alone quantum physics or things that are beyond that. So everybody wants me to explain to them exactly how this works. And the reality is they just won't fucking understand. It's not, it's not my fault that they've been undereducated. It's not my fault that they've been lied to. It's not my fault that it makes perfect sense to me because I've walked a path that provides an understanding of all the things I've been presented. All I can do is just take my truth of what I've experienced and share it with the world and challenge them to get up to speed with what I understand, what I've experienced and what I know, and what I've documented to both the Senate Intelligence Committee and Arrow. They're not laughing at what I presented to them. They're not confused by what I presented to them. They're pushing my information, A, to be recorded in the National Archives, and B, to be expedited to Congress for consideration on what do we do about this now that these truths have been told. And there is a lot of truth being told. Over five terabytes of government documents and, of course, the whistleblower testimony And it is uh, going to be interesting if, you know, these corporations are involved in this RICO lawsuit against uh, the corporate projects. Let's get into some of these black budget projects and how have they manifested? How has this been allowed for so long just under our noses and people have not been aware of this? I guess I would say um, copious helpings of greed, uh, that money seems to grease the wheels of corruption with great ease, and folks can't also wrap their brains around how lucrative these black operations are, that they are not, um, they're beyond the controls of government because they're beyond the financial instruments that initiated them. So as an example, I would say that, you know, folks look at the CIA 
and they say, oh, well, you know, the CIA has this budget that the, the Congress cuts a check every year, and this is the allotment that the CIA gets. And it's a false pretense that people believe that, oh, you know, the check goes in the bank, and then over the course of the year, the CIA has operations, and those cost money, so they have to do withdrawals, and at some point they're going to run out of money. No, that's not how it works. The CIA gets a certain allotment of what I would call seed money every year. But through the years, they've they've taken that money and invested it into operations that are lucrative, extremely lucrative, so that they no longer even need monies from Congress. They'll certainly take them and utilize them. But these factions, and there are many across the planet, both in our country, other countries, inside governments, outside governments, that are basically run amok and are extremely lucrative and without any oversight. That's where we're at now is that they have all of their own mechanisms for everything. You know, the CIA has its own Air Force. It has its own Navy. It has, you know, it's completely independent from all of these other organizations. And there are many factions operating like this. So, you know, a lot of folks think, well, you know, well, who do we go after? It's many factions. It's not one organization that is in control. It's many organizations that are vying for control. It's this activity in mass that we need to address, and this is a huge problem. It is, it is beyond calculable. This is one of the things that Greer brought up in the event at D.C. is like, you know, everybody wants, and I, I follow the logic and reasoning, you know, everybody wants, like, you know, restitution, ramifications. It's incalculable. There's no way to calculate the monetary damage that has been done to we, the people, of this. You cannot, this cannot be paid back. There will never be appropriate restitution. It will never, you can't do it. The only thing that we can do is stop the activity from continuing. That's what we need to worry about first and foremost. For the benefit of this children and future for the children of this planet, future generations of this planet, we need to stop the activity and get over the conversations of monies. This gets us right back into the greed program. You know, everybody wants me and mine and what I'm owed and I was this was taken from me. You know what? Let's get our freedom back. Everything else will fall into place when we have our freedoms back, when our children are no longer being molested for profit in mass. And you're bringing up a really important topic, which getting back to the kids, this is, uh, it seems like these operations revolve around anything that is money making, whether that be munitions, drugs, and, uh, human trafficking. And some of the phenomena we're seeing, uh, CIA director John Brennan admitted that, yeah, it's being seen all over. And he's been trying to say that this is possibly the result of something we don't understand yet. And I think that that is something that is kind of working both ways. You know, is it ours or is it theirs? Uh, this, this game of, uh, you know, shuffling the cards every time any of these things are taking place, whether that be through the plausible deniability of private contractors or, you know, claiming, hey, that's not us, it's the aliens. And it brings me to something that I heard before all of this uh, whistleblower 
activity in Washington, D.C. And as you may be aware, um, I own a property known as Space Wolf Research, which is located just south of the old Bigelow Ranch, actually shares a fence line with it. And some of the neighbors had been telling me that back in the 90s, they were seeing what they could only describe as craft uh, uh, of remarkable propulsion and things that they had seen, which seemed like our guys doing stuff with basically uh, extraterrestrial technologies, loading things, offloading things. I thought it was preposterous. It sounded completely ridiculous until, of course, I heard some of the testimony, including Herrera's recently. And I'll admit, it's now starting to seem somewhat plausible that these things have happened and that these black budget projects do take place. I think OSAP and ATIP are good examples of a couple that have come forward, but we don't know how many there are out there and how many we will never know about. And how likely is it that we can uncover these? I guess that's the difficult thing. I've heard recently that Arrow has, I believe, a level 10 security clearance, and some of these covert black budget projects are running at level 50s. How, how, how are we going to be able to uh, get into some of these restricted spaces and find out what's really going on? Easy. They've already been infiltrated by every human being on the planet. None of these situations are being staffed by anything other than our neighbors. We've already infiltrated every single facility. They're already being run by human beings. The only thing we need to do is um, appeal to their humanity and tell them to do the right thing. And everybody says, oh, you can't do that and worry about this and worry about that. You know what? Step up. I did it. I'm, I am proof that it can be done. I, I ask every other human being out there and don't deal with the threats that you've been told. Don't deal with the programming that you've had pumped into your head. I'm present. I've already been doing this for three years. I got to go to D.C. I got to speak to the Senate Intelligence Committee. I got to speak to Arrow. And here I stand. Took an oath against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Do your job. Follow your oath. Step up and do the right thing. Every veteran out there immediately should be doing the right thing for we the people. That's their job. If not them, then who? If we can't rely on them, then who? So I challenge them first, fast, and hard. All the veterans of the United States, if you've been involved with these programs, you better do the right thing. I don't care what, what aspect you're in, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Space Force now, you took an oath. Stand up and do the right thing. Totally true, and our administration has to be playing ball to unveil this uh, far more sinister situation than most believe. And this brings me to the possibility that some of these military contractors may be running interference. Uh, there was some interesting timing involved as you and uh, the other patriots were testifying in Washington, D.C. It seemed like a case here in Las Vegas 
uh, slow leaked onto the media and was released technically right during the same time, which seemed strange to me. And is it possible that these shadow government military contractors have the technology to kind of distract and run interference when these things take place? Because it seemed as if this story of aliens landing in a family's backyard here in Las Vegas almost uh, tried to, you know, take away from the media attention that you, in my opinion, deserved. I, I couldn't argue that, and I would say that's, that's how the media works every single day. It's it's a, a giant distraction machine. It's certainly not a uh, giant machine for the truth. I mean, that's one of the most, you know, laughable things to consider is that people are going to turn to the mass media and get the truth. So, yeah, I mean, is was it was it smoke and mirrors? Yeah, I, I imagine so. You know, all, you know, all this, like, it's almost funny hearing you say, like, you know, the the media attention. We didn't get any media attention, you know. So in a way, I mean, was was the Vegas thing a distraction? A distraction from what us getting zero attention to begin with? <laughs> you know? Yeah. We're literally at the National Press Club and none of the national press covered it. So, you know, I don't I don't understand how that happens. I saw plenty of camera crews there, but apparently no one aired it. It, it does seem like it showed uh, some pretty good revelation that there are uh, societies or world power brokers who seem to be able to plot uh, what gets media attention and what does not. And that's a crime in, 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 in itself. Absolutely. This is part of what Greer addressed in D.C. was that these uh, these factions are being more than complicit. They're they're being bought, owned, and paid for. And I guess you would say it goes against their their charter, so to say, of what they're supposed to be up to. And you know, it's uh, I would say it's a crime and a sin. And these secret deals that are being done. Um, it does seem as if this house of cards is going to be tumbling because as time passes, you know, more and more is being revealed. How do you catch these secret deal power brokers in, 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 in the act? It seems as if some of them uh, have been, well, in the, in the case of military contractors, the reason I believe they are shaking in their boots as I recently heard that, uh, and I don't, I hate to name names, especially when it comes to military contractors, but there's a long list of contractors who change their names as soon as it starts to get hot in the kitchen, whether that's SAIC, um, EG&G, uh, Raytheon. It seems as if when things start to get hot in the kitchen, you just uh, go under a new sub LLC and continue business as usual. And there's got to be a way to stop that. I, I just don't know how exactly that can be stopped. Uh, I believe it's just, it it boils down to the intellect of the average person paying attention. Um, they do this uh, little two-step dance because it's that functional, because the attention span of the average person is contemporarily that short when not having these communications. I mean, they do the same thing uh, in the food industry you know we went from having high fructose corn syrup until people understood what that term meant and now it's called natural sweetener 
You know, they love changing the words on things. This is this is what we're seeing in in pretty much the whole world around us. They're changing the value of the terms of things everywhere we look. You know, Confederate soldiers are no longer heroes in this country. Somehow they're racist. There's all the statues. It's, it's all kinds of changing of the guard, so to say, um, because it's confusing people. You know, Aunt Jemima was a hero of her time. That's why she was put on the freaking syrup bottle. But now we're told that she was oppressed. You know, this is this is the same thing. It's changing the terminology of things. It's changing the understanding. It's bastardizing history for the sake of, you know, contemporary comfort by some other person's definition other than your own of what is right. We're no longer being empowered as individuals to stand against the man, so to say. You know, it's a, it's a very sad state of affairs, but people are being conditioned to be cowards, and it's working. It does appear as if we're on the downside of our former glory as a country. And this brings, uh, again, going back to the kids and something you mentioned, this weaponization of um, offering gender variation to children and, you know, schools saying, oh, you don't have to tell your parents. We can keep your secrets safe. We can we can help you get the help you need. And these are kids. These are kids. These aren't even 18 year old adults. And my question is, it seems like uh, an apocalyptic slow burn when the schools and administrations are taking the roles of parents. And it makes me wonder, is America in the final stage of uh, our empire and readying for collapse? Is there a way to backtrack this? Yeah, I would say that anybody that grabs your kid and tells them to keep secrets from you should be beaten within an inch of their life and left alive only to breathe enough to warn other people not to be so fucking stupid. The fact that we now have schools telling children to keep secrets from their parents, these parents should be kicking in the doors of these parent-teacher conferences and whatever these things are going on in their community, and they should be beating the snots out of these people. That's my opinion on that. That'll rectify this situation. I, if you find somebody that's against what I just said, kick them in the shins too because they're also part of the problem. If you can't realize that there's an attack on the children and you can't stand up for the children up to and including the point of violence, who the hell are you and what are you doing in this conversation? Mm -hmm. If we cannot defend our children with up to and including violence, then we will suffer the contrary position. There is an attack on our children. It is obvious. And we need, I'm going to be completely blunt, we need real men that will do something about this. It, it's, it's a scary proposition. The strongman figures have, they're gone. Um, everybody's worried about, you know, appearing politically correct. I couldn't agree more about the, uh, the, your, your prediction that, 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 that we need to man up, in other words, and nut up. And, <clears throat> you know, there seems to be, um, in, in conspiracy circles, uh, a hidden hand or uh, a possible supernatural truth that there is basically federal bureaucracy used as a tool of deep state occultists. 
And this brings about um, kind of what what we're leaning into here, that there are basically deep state occultists or elites that are involved in government who don't believe the same things as the general citizen or you and I. And they may be, in other words, um, interested in things slightly different and uh, archonic in nature. And, 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 you know, most citizens don't go there. But do you think there are possibly archons ruling from the air above sections of our government? I guess in this circumstance, I'm not sure what you mean by archons. Um, So... I should have been more specific. So much like, you know, when it comes to, and, and I'm, I'm all for, uh, I'm all, I'm all for different societies and belief systems. However, there is in conspiracy circles, you know, there is the, the capstone of the cabal, which is separated from the bottom of the pyramid. And it seems to be elevated, uh, in such a way that possibly some contend it may not be of human origin. So in other words, that some of these elite or deep state occultists um, are getting their power or uh, lack of divinity, these bad ideas, these dark missions and agendas from otherworldly means. Yeah, I could follow that logic. I would just not want to reduce it down to a singular issue again. I think a lot of people want to go in that direction and then say, you know, um, as if it's like one group of aliens or something like that, that, Oh, um, like as if we have one bad group on this planet, like if we don't follow, like you use the pyramid term, right? Like as if we're bringing this back to a point as if it's a singular problem and it's not, that is again, part of the program so that we are divided as to who we think the enemy is. Oh, is it this over there? Is it that group over there? Is it there are so many groups vying for control, abusing our children, um, uh, affected by greed that are profiteering off of the division that that's almost incalculable there is no singular group causing pain to all of humanity there are multiple factions that are happy that the rest of us are in the crossfire while they're all profiteering the problem is a lot grander and vaster than people are considering, and because they won't consider that, and because they try to focus on the particular group that's the cause of the effect, that's part of the program. That's a load of crap. Um, and that's why all of these groups get away with everything, because none of them are even pointing the fingers at each other. They're fighting each other in private with plausible deniability, and we're just cannon fodder in the mix. Totally true. Totally true. And everybody is always, uh, as you said, pointing in different directions. And I think that 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 conspiracy theory, you know, that it can all be blamed on a dark occult force, which isn't human, is just a way of passing the buck. Because there's plenty of humans (laughs) at the Capitol, even, that... Uh, are making deals that should not be done. Mm-hmm. You're right. And as, as if, I mean, all possibilities just always, as if there's not different human groups making deals with different off-world factions for different reasons. And it's just, it's 
it's um, you know it's a big giant shit sandwich, and everybody needs to take a bite. Is what we're at right now. But nobody nobody wants to get involved because yes, it's very distasteful. I get that, but therein lies the um, construction of the problem: is that our organized enemies are very well aware of what they built, and everybody. I, I often say the average mortgage payer is way too preoccupied with the system that's been built around them for them to even basically stick their head up out of the trenches of their everyday life to have any consideration outside of their own needs. It's, uh, what is that, Maslow's uh, part of hierarchical needs and all that stuff. Most people are so rude by they got a mortgage payment every month that their focus doesn't go anywhere else. The average mortgage payer does not have an hour to brood once a month. Brooding used to be a common activity. Nobody even knows what it means anymore to just literally sit down and think for thinking's sake. How many people can do that without the freaking cell phone beeping and saying, oh, you have to attend to this. Oh, you you really need to, you know, check out this, you know, short reel on, you know, some dude that fell in the water and now you can chuckle and feel better about your life because you saw a funny video clip you know all the stuff that people are sharing all the stuff that's moving back and forth is really a load of bull people have no idea what's going on in the world around them they have no idea they have no discernment as to where they should apply their energies everybody's complaining about this is a problem and that is a problem really cool what is anybody doing about it other than bitching and sending a link to something or generating a meme, so now the problem's funny. Totally agree. And and it does seem as if, you know, we are being diminutized in our... It used to be everybody got the same paper, read the same news. Right. Now it seems that our, our, our media is um, catered to us via AI, to our smartphones, and we are told what, what they want to tell us, I suppose. That's, that's a scary proposition. Even worse, they're reading your mind and figuring out how to bend it by sending the appropriate signal back and the content that coordinates the outcome that they're looking for. These, these devices that we have in our hands were not um, created for our benefit. They're weapons of the new war, and they're being used against us. They're not, they are not items of convenience. They are not for our benefit. They are to our detriment, which is why many governments are very happy to distribute them to the people that can't afford them. How magnanimous, as if you can't get by without a cell phone? It, you know, the, this... whole world is being, the whole world is being set up that you can't do anything without it. Is that for our convenience or because it's a control mechanism? People really need to get their heads out of their asses on this topic. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm from a generation where we didn't have these technologies, and I can only laugh at all the people nowadays that believe that we're in a better circumstance. They believe that the world runs better with this stuff. They've never experienced it without it. I remember when you went to places and you had competent people giving you good help and things got accomplished. Now I don't care where you go. You find out you can't get what you need or the person doesn't know what to do next because the technology is actively failing them. 
a file cabinet didn't used to fail back in the day. You needed a file, you went to the file, you pull out, the, boom, it worked. People understood the alphabet and how to put things away, and you didn't hear, well, I can't access that right now because I'm having trouble with my computer. And it's, The computer systems and all the technologies have effectively just become the world's scapegoat. What would people blame things on at work if it wasn't for the computer? Would they say, I screwed up? Or does everybody just say the computer screwed up now? So nothing gets done correctly, but nobody's held accountable because it was the technology's fault. Oh, the technology that we were told was going to improve everything? It was a total con job. Things run terribly now because of technology. And the only thing I say is they run terribly fast, but the terribly part can't be removed. It's horrible. It is horrible. I can't go to my, this is, this is really striking a nerve with me because I go to my local grocery store and there's seven self checkout lines and nobody at the, uh, full service, you know, checkout, they they don't even have them anymore. And when I asked somebody about it, I said, you know, that this is going to take your job. They said, yeah, we know. And it's like, nobody does anything. And coming back to the cell phones, this that this is top flight AI. This is the, I am so horrified with how specific it is. Yesterday evening, I had uh, someone reach out to me. I'm in property management. They reached out to me because they uh, were smelling fumes of uh, hydrogen sulfide gas. And this is something that I weighed on, on my mind overnight. I called the correct people. Anyway, This morning, first thing I see when I open my phone is they're trying to sell me a hydrogen sulfide gas detector. I mean, the the specificity of that is horrific. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff in this technology. I mean, most people can go on their phones now and there's settings for turning off like the the biorhythm sensors. You know, your phone can basically pay attention to your heart rate, your breath rate. Well, what's it doing with that information? It's assessing. It's, it's paying attention to um, when you look at something on the screen. Does your heart rate go up? Does your breath rate go up? Does that interest you? Does that make you hot? Can we sell you something that's sexy because of that? You know, um, why do we need this connection? Who's, who's benefiting from it? You know, they, they sell it under the false preach. I mean, literally, they got systems now where, like, oh, theoretically, your phone will save your life because if you're if you're aided, you know, it can it can pay attention, and that's how they sell it on the good stuff. What they don't tell you is that, you know, there's organizations that are paying to be aware of what your heart rate and breath rate is 24 hours a day as they as they coincide to what you're looking at on the screen, and they're learning you, and they're mind bending you. Because they can, they can make numbers. They can run the numbers on you, and then once they get an assessment of you, uh, they have full control of what's on that screen. Everybody thinks when you go to Google, you know, like it's uh, like an open market for truth. No, it pays attention to all the stuff that you looked at before. It looks at where you're at. It it bounces off like almost like when you're buying homes and they say there's local comps and things like that. It looks at the people in your community, the people around you, and it gives you like it's almost like like biofeedback. It 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 makes an assessment of who you are, where you're at, where your thoughts are, what you're collected on, 
and then it makes an effort to modify that. And through repetition, um, it can absolutely accomplish that. Absolutely warfare, directed energy weapons, V2K, all of the above. And we learned that there were algorithms that were custom tailored to the individuals in mass. I'm trained in OSHA and all kinds of safety regulations. And yes, the manufacturer reserves the right to tell you what their product can and can't do. Nobody else gets to come in and change that. But the fact that the whole world fell for it simultaneously uh, leads me to believe that there was some other situation going on, some other influence going on. And since, no, I don't believe that everybody is of the same opinion, I don't believe that everybody got the same uh, influence or intruding thoughts. I believe the algorithm is that dangerous now that your phone can read your situation, your um, biorhythms, your appreciation of certain topics, and it can now function against you. If it wants to show you an ad, um, for that thing that you were looking for, that, uh, the, the, the gas detector. It's, it's aware if it wanted to show you something. If it wanted to put up an ad that says you really shouldn't even be worried about that gas, it could have done that and it could have alleviated your concern. But somebody who sells that item had a vested interest in you hearing it their way, which was a product for sale. Totally. Totally. And it's reading your thumbprint. It's reading your facial uh, features. And, you know, I tried something this week uh, while we're on this subject that I hadn't done. And I I turned off the Wi-Fi router at night. And lo and behold, the whole family slept better. And this, this is fascinating to me because, you know, I used to pretend that, oh, that's conspiracy BS, but I'm starting to believe that there is actual truth to this. And it's wild. Uh, My young daughter, I, I, our home has one of these, uh, I didn't even know it, but luckily people are informing me about this has one of those new smart meters and Mm -hmm. she had a lot of trouble sleeping. I moved her bed. Uh, it, from that room, because it was right by her room, I moved her bed from that wall, and she sleeps like a baby now. And you know, there you go. it's it's really spooky stuff. But everything you're saying, uh, it, it's it's gaining a lot of traction with my personal experience because it, I mean, this is just the truth. You you do simple things like move the bed, turn off the router, and you see phenomenal um, differences. And getting back to the fact that you did have all of these OSHA certifications, you were in charge of a lot of things going on down there at the South Pole. And um, if I remember correctly, you had keys to just about every room. Can we go into uh, the most fascinating thing you saw while you were down there before we wrap up here really quick? Oh, was that a, was that a question? The most? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know that... Um... Not that it all wasn't, because, I mean, most people don't even get the opportunity. In in terms of fascinating and what I saw, I mean, I I did technically see what I I now believe to be a UFO go right over um, the facility. I believe at the time, I I should say at the time, I believed was a a massive meteor or meteorite or whatever you want to call it. But just upon, you know, further consideration since then, uh, the trajectory, which was pretty much parallel to the surface of the earth and unending i mean it didn't crash didn't go down into the ice so i believe that it was um 
a controlled flight path of, of ridiculous, incalculable speed from my perspective. Absolutely fascinating. It's it's so mind-boggling, everything that's currently playing out. I commend you um, for your testimony in Washington and for basically telling the secrets that they don't want us to understand. Thank you so much, Eric. I always enjoy talking to you. Keep fighting the good fight, my man, and I can't wait till we talk again. Thank you so much, Ryan. I really appreciate your interest in helping to get this stuff out there. It is always such a pleasure to talk with Eric Be sure to keep Eric on your radar. He has a great podcast and is always working towards truth. Check out Deciphering Disclosure with Eric Hecker. And check out his website, deciphering.tv. Is there a supernatural truth behind how the shadow government is hiding black budget projects which are used covertly and illegally playing out in the public domain with the majority of citizenry completely unaware. Sure appears that's what's taking place. People like Eric and other whistleblowers are standing up and trying to show the rest of us what is taking place, how we're being manipulated through an insidious, illegal plan of operation. People like David Grush, Eric Hecker, and the other government whistleblowers involved in pulling back the veil of secrecy are to be commended. For more mind-blowing content, please visit Hero Paranormal on Patreon or go to heroparanormal.com to subscribe. Until next time, keep your eyes to the skies, feet on the ground, but don't forget to take a look around. Time machine, third eye feeling like an Eve. I seen blast.